Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Hey church, I'm Colleen, and it's an honor to get to share with you today. We are continuing in our Proverbs series, and today we'll be reading out of Proverbs 24, verses 16 through 18. Let's go ahead and read together. It says this, The godly may trip seven times, but they will get up again. But one disaster is enough to overthrow the wicked. Don't rejoice when your enemies fall. Don't be happy when they stumble, for the Lord will be displeased with you and will turn his anger away from them. I love these observations. Verse 16, it gives us an image of a godly person stumbling. You know, this isn't talking about us just physically falling, but rather enduring trials and troubles of life. I love it. Notice that the number seven is used, that they'll, they may trip seven times, but the godly could literally fall once a day and will still be able to get back up. Compare this to the wicked who are destroyed simply by one disaster. You know, as believers, we're not promised a life of ease or a life free from trials. In fact, we've been told that trials are coming. We are, though, promised by God that he will be with us through the trials and troubles of this world. We can be confident that if we place our faith in Jesus Christ, we will endure anything that comes our way. I love 2 Corinthians 4, 8 through 9. It says, we're pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Nelson Mandela once said, the greatest glory in living lies not in never falling, but in rising every time we fall. With Christ, we can lean on him. When we stumble or we struggle, he will help us see it through. You know, my daughter the other day was struggling with a project and she was frustrated and she was angry and my, her sisters offered to help and she got mad because she didn't want help. And I reminded her that help doesn't mean we're weak. It simply means that we're surrounded by people who love and care for us. You have a life that is placed in the hands of a sovereign God who sacrificed his life for you so that when you do fall and stumble, you can get back up knowing that your security is in him alone, not in anything that you do, but on what he's already done for you. And you're surrounded by a community of believers who love you and value you so that when you struggle, you can go to them. If you're in a small group, if you're in a community of faith, that you can come to those around you and let them know in honesty and vulnerability that you're struggling. And instead, they'll be there to help you up you know that you never fall without knowing that there's a hand out there to help you. I love that thought because it's not our performance or our perfection that pleases God. It's simply the practice of following him, of following our Savior. James 1, 2 through 4 says, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. I love that word, endurance. God did a great work in me with that word. Do you know that endurance means to remain in existence? God doesn't call you to always have to rush forward or move on to the next thing. It's not your speed that he requires. It's simply that you keep remaining in existence, that you keep moving forward 
with intention, with practice, one step at a time. You may stumble, you may fall, but with your heart for him, you get up again and you keep moving forward towards him. I love that because that was our theme for this year, moving forward. Maybe the struggle, this quote from Charlotte Gamble says, maybe the struggle is not to contain you, but to cocoon you. Maybe what's happening within you is not damaging, but transforming. Maybe what's about to emerge is not broken and failing, but beautiful and capable of flying. As I was preparing this devotional today, I just was thinking about those of you who maybe you are struggling. Maybe you are feel like you're stumbling or you're falling or you're not, you're not able to just keep getting up. Be encouraged that what you're walking through, you are never alone in, that our Savior is with you. He walks through any valley with you and that what you're walking through is gonna transform you. It's gonna grow you in Christ as you lean towards him that you keep moving forward so that your endurance has a chance to grow. And then it continues in James 1 verse 4 says, let it grow for when your endurance is fully developed, you'll be perfect and complete, needing nothing. That as you move towards Christ, you'll be content in him. That when you walk through valleys, you'll know you're not alone. That you may trip seven times, but you will get up again. You know, if you really wanna show the enemy uh, just his failure, if you really wanna make him mad, Commit today not to quit. Just be foolish enough not to give up. Stay in the game. You may get knocked down, but get up again. Today, whatever you've walked through, let's go. Let's keep moving forward. But it continues in verse 17. He goes on to say that this is something that's truly against our human nature and it reveals to us the heart of God. It seems very natural for us to be excited if someone we dislike gets what's coming to them. But not only does God say, don't be happy about it, he gives us a warning. If you rejoice in their pain, you could possibly bring judgment on yourself, that he'll be displeased with you and turn away his anger from them. You know, Jesus teaches us the same principle in his ministry. He tells us not only to love our neighbor, but to love and pray for our enemies. What a revolutionary thought in Jesus's day and even in our current culture. Why would we pray for our enemies? because God desires to draw all people to himself. You showing love to people who hate you ultimately shows them the love of Christ, this unconditional, sacrificial love. Matthew 5, 43 through 44 says, you have heard the law that says, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. This great quote says, give compassion more and criticism less. Give grace more and ridicule less. You know, this is unfiltered, but as I was studying this, I had this thought that really verse 17 only works when you fully receive verse 16. If you recognize your fallings and failures and still continue to get back up, then verse 17, you are gonna be quick to give compassion and grace to those who stumble and fall. When you recognize the grace that you've received in Christ, you can extend that same grace and love and compassion even to your enemies, even to those who hate you, because you recognize that it's not out of your love for them, but out of Christ's love for you, and you extend that same love to them. I love that thought when you can receive God's grace for you in your failings and your failures, it's easy to extend that same grace to others. When you recognize God's patience with you in verse 16, every time you fall, you get back up. 
it is easy to send out a loving hand or helpful heart to those who stumble themselves, to those who maybe fall, that we can rejo- we cannot rejoice when our enemies fall, but instead we can reach out with compassion and help them get up again. So what do we do today? What do we do with that thought? Well, know in verse 16 that with God in our life, we are always able to get back up. You know, he may give us more than we can handle, but he'll never give us more than he can handle. God's grace is sufficient for you. So no matter what you're walking through today, you can trust that God is never going to leave you or abandon you in our times of trouble. So get up. Get back up. Stay in the game. Keep moving forward. Endure. Just remain in existence. And verse 2, ask God to help you to love others who don't love you. That your love for them is a testimony of God's love in your life. So get up and reach out to those who have fallen or stumbled themselves. Whether they're your friend or your enemy, show the same love that you've received from God in your failures to encourage others in theirs. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you today for your word. Thank you, God, that by Jesus Christ, that we have a sufficient grace, a perfect sacrifice. God, that when we stumble, when we fall, we continue to get back up and that we would encourage others when they fall, that we could reach out a hand and say, we've been there, we know it's hard, but get up. God, that we show your love to others because we've received your love to us through Jesus Christ so that we can't boast God, we know we might fall, we might stumble, but God will get up again and will show others that they too can continue to move forward in Christ. God will love and pray for our enemies. God, we thank you, Jesus, that that's what you did on the cross. Father, forgive them. And so we say the same thing. God, forgive us, Jesus, when we've fallen or stumbled. And God, extend that same grace and mercy to our friends, to our enemies, to all those you died for to everyone. We love you, Jesus. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.